How do you help your clients to design, build, and implement an impenetrable wall of protection? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. This episode is sponsored by Care One Advocates. Navigating healthcare is complex. Care One Advocates provides personalized healthcare support to employers and their employees in an on-demand, 24-7, 365 environment. To learn more about how Care One creates white-labeled broker solutions that help you build your brand, go to our website at shiftshapersonline.com. We are very excited to welcome Bill Whitley to the Shift Shapers audience. Bill is a successful entrepreneur, a researcher, a sales trainer, an author, and a quite accomplished public speaker. Bill, thank you so much for spending time with the Shift Shapers audience today. Oh, David, it's my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to it. When we talk about shaping shifts, you actually never started out in the line of work in the sales training and coaching line that you're in right now. You had a a completely different career, and then you hit a shift that you shaped. How did that work? What was your experience? Well, thank you. I I actually started out working for a bank and was uh, headed down a financial career, and I was recruited away by a technology company that wanted me to sell technology to banks. I did that, and I lucked out. I became one of the top salesmen at this organization. It was a, it was a software company called Broadway and Seymour. And then I had other technology companies started asking me to build their presentations for them, and so I formed a company called the Whitley Group. We grew, and I was fortunate, and I was acquired by a large Internet company in 1997, and they IPO'd in 1999, and I had a good financial exit and then formed a second company called Mindblazer that did a lot of education-based marketing programs and online training programs. And I sold that company six years after I formed it. And then I wrote a book called Art of the Rainmaker, which is all about the message, the questions, the insights that attract and engage clients. And I lucked out, and I was my very first client was a very large insurance company, hired me to go to Los Angeles and do a training program for 250 of their agents. And I said, hey, if you don't mind, I'd like to interview some of your top producers and customize my presentation. And they thought that was a great idea. And they teed up 10 interviews. I called every single agent on the phone. I spent well over an hour with some of the agents. And at the end of the interviews, I was blown away with what I learned, and and I uh, customized my presentation and and renamed it Eight Secrets of the Top Performing Agents. And so I'm not an insurance guy, but I've become an expert in insurance sales and marketing, and I've now delivered that Eight Secrets presentation over 300 times around the country to all the major carriers and and NAFA organizations. And and then most recently, and, and the way you and I got connected, Humana heard about the work I had done, and they hired me to research their top healthcare brokers. And so I created a presentation for Humana called Agency of the Future, and the subtitle is Six Secrets for Thriving in a Post-Healthcare Reform World. And so that's the second you know, research project and niche that I've been speaking in. Now, that first project, 
both in terms of full disclosure and just in terms of, of really interesting side effects, if you will, that first exposure was on the property and casualty side of the business. But so much of what you learn transfers to anyone who's in an advisory-based business, doesn't it? Absolutely. And one of those things was what you call the Your World Discovery Process. What's that all about? How does that work? Take us through that. Well, one of the things I've realized is that if you can make something simple and visual and easy to understand, in many cases, your client will thank you. And so I created a a discovery conversation for property casualty agents called Your World. And let's suppose that you were my agent and you've insured both of my cars and my home for the last 10 years, but you want a deeper multi-line relationship with me. You'd like to really transition from being just a quoter of insurance products to much more of a, a valued advisor. If you wanted to have that relationship with me and I was your client, I would encourage you to call me on the phone and say, Bill, I'd like to create this diagram for you. I call it your world. It'll give you a good picture of your financial situation and any risks that you might face. And you'd say, well, you know, Bill, would you like to come in or would you like me to come to you? And I'd say, Dave, you know, I'm awfully busy. Can't we just do it over the phone? And he'd say, no, it's a, it's a diagram. I think you'd get a lot more benefit if we met face to face. And so anyway, when we finally meet, I would encourage you to put my name at the center of the page and just say, Bill, here's you. You're the center of your world. And everybody loves you because you create income. So tell me more about what you do for a living. And I'd say, well, Dave, you know, I'm a speaker and a trainer and travel all over the country doing these presentations. And you'd say, how long have you been doing that? And I'd say, well, about seven years now. Then you say, you know, Bill, your income goes in one of two directions. It either goes to support your family or purchase assets. So tell me about your family and then tell me about your assets. And the whole time you're just creating this very simple visual diagram then I coach agents that the six most powerful words you can say are, here's what I heard you say. You know, if I could, or if, if you could just create that little diagram and then summarize what you learned from me without trying to sell me anything, I'm going to view you in a very different way. And the sad truth is most salespeople listen with the intent to sell. And so the minute they notice an opportunity, they pounce. But you never pounced. You just said, tell me what you do and tell me about your family Tell me about your assets. And then once you understand my income, my family, and my assets, you could say, you know, Bill, there's seven key risks that I think about. And the first thing I think about is your health. You know, if as well as I know, if you had a major medical procedure, it could cost a lot of money. And I don't want anything to erode that stock portfolio you just told me about. So tell me about your health care coverage. And the second thing I think about is your income. You know, if you couldn't travel around and, and do those presentations for a year or two, you know, would, would your world be okay? And the next thing I think about is if something happened to you permanently, would your world be okay? And, and the next thing I think about is if you live a really long time, you know, is it possible you could outlive your assets? You know, if, if so, I'd love to chat with you about your retirement plan and some suggest some ways that you could never outlive your assets. And, you know, the fifth thing I think about is your car, and I'm delighted we've been insuring both those. And the sixth thing is your home. I'm delighted we've been insuring your home. And the last thing, you know, I, I mentioned earlier my client that got sued. You know, if, if he caused an accident, got sued. If you or your wife had an accident and you were sued for, let's say, a million dollars, would your world be okay? You know, if not, we should be talking about a personal umbrella policy. And then I coach the agents, just draw a wall of protection around my world. And simply close by saying, you know, Bill, my, my goal is to help you build a, a wall of protection. 
so that if any of these accidents happen, they'll bounce right off. And obviously, we're not going to build that wall today. So my only question for you is, which of those risks concern you the most? And where would you like me to start? And if you do that diagram well, the very first thing the client will say is, thank you. Nobody ever made insurance that easy to understand. And the second thing they'll say is, can I have a copy of that diagram? And I'd say, absolutely. And I'd make a copy, but I'd keep a copy. And so that process is is something that I teach uh, property casualty agents. It's a beautiful way to transition from quoting insurance to really advising clients, developing a deeper relationship. And then also, if, if the client says thank you, it's a perfect opportunity to say you are welcome. And I will be happy to do that for anyone you know that could benefit from this. And then just say, you know, do you have friends or family I should be sharing this with? And if you do it well, the, the agent will be given the names of two, three, four, sometimes five people that they should be calling on. So I, I think it's a really lovely way to build your book of business. And now a word from our sponsor, Care One Advocates. A recent survey revealed that brokers spend just 38% of their time selling. How much more productive could you be if you had a partner who was always available when clients called your office asking questions about their plan? And what if that partner provided a more in-depth level of service? How is that possible? Care One's Broker Advantage is a coordinated resource for your healthcare clients and their employees. When they have a question, anything from what is a deductible and how does it work or finding the right doctor to complex pharmacy and medical issues, scheduling appointments, and even help with record transfers, Care One answers the call with your agency name and provides all the information with down-home, friendly service. Care One Advocates is committed to helping you to build your brand while increasing the value you bring to your clients. Care One does the work, and you get the credit. To learn more about Care One's range of services and how you can generate a better customer experience, improved outcomes, and spend more time selling, go to our website, shiftshapersonline.com. It sounds like a lovely way to build your business, and it also sounds like something that I know you talk an awful lot about in your presentations and also in your books. It sounds like what you've done is just told a very interesting story. And I know storytelling features very highly in, in a lot of what you do and a lot of what you teach. Talk about client attraction stories. What are they, and how do some of the best folks use them? Sure. So a client attraction story is simply a story about a client that had a challenge where your advice or insight helped them avoid difficulty and they got great results. And so when I did my research on these top agents, and we know one of the questions I asked was, what do you do? You know, the classic, what do you do question. I think it's one of the most difficult questions to answer. And so one of the agents I interviewed was an agent named Mike Williamson. And I said, Mike, what do you do? And he said, Bill, I help people manage everyday risk. And I said, great. What do you mean by that? And he said, well, you know, just for example, he said, one of my clients is a college professor. He's a nice guy. He's a smart guy. And he was driving home from work one day and it started to rain. And he pulled up to a stoplight. He was going to make a right on red. And so he looked left and there was no oncoming traffic. And just as he went to make that right turn, there was a guy running across the street trying to get himself out of the rain. And my client never saw him. And he hit him with his car. And $900,000 later, the last medical bill was paid. And it was an accident. You know, my client didn't intentionally hit the guy, but he was held liable. 
And fortunately, one year before that accident, my client bought a $1 million personal umbrella policy for me. And there's not a time that he sees me that he doesn't come up and thank me for selling him that policy. And he said, by the way, had he not put that policy in place, a typical chain of events would occur. You know, first, he would have exhausted all of his savings trying to pay off that guy's medical bills, and then he would have gone into debt, and then he would have declared bankruptcy. But because he had that one policy in place, there was no financial impact at all. So that's an amazingly powerful story. You know, if if you share a story like that, now your client really understands the nature of everyday risk. And there's a big difference between a, a small risk that might be an aggravation, maybe get your windshield broken. Well, you know, that's an aggravation, but you can afford it versus a devastation like a million-dollar lawsuit. You know, if you were sued for a million dollars by causing an accident, it may wipe you out and take everything you have. And so the best risk advisors educate their clients about risk and the difference in an aggravation and a devastation. And they say, listen, what you want to do is transfer all those devastating risks to us, the ones that could take you out. Keep the little ones, the aggravations. You know, that'll save you some money and let us take the big ones. And so when you share a story like that, I think it's just a really powerful way to open a client's eyes about what everyday risk is and the difference in an aggravating risk and a devastating risk. I think it's a great story. And, you know, storytelling is a significant facet of what every advisor ultimately ends up doing, whether they realize it or not, assuming they're successful. I'd like to explore a couple of areas in your newer book, The Eight Secrets of Top Performing Agents. And one of the things that interested me um, reading through was a chapter that you've got called Driving Growth with a Niche. So many financial services professionals, regardless of what facet of the business that they are in, start as kind of general practitioners and learn over time that there's value to finding that niche. Can you talk a little bit about that and what you talk about and how you advise your clients about that kind of niche finding? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a great book by Chris Zook, spelled Z-O-O-K, called Profit from the Core. And he says the marketing paradox is that from focus comes growth. You know, you think, and it's counterintuitive, you think if I could sell everything to everyone, then I could grow. But it's actually when you become known for something very, very specific that you really propel your growth. And so for me, my as, as a professional speaker and an author, my business really took off when I focused on property casualty insurance and created eight secrets of the top performing agents. And and then had a, a second wonderful opportunity with Humana to create agency of the future for, for healthcare brokers. So when you get specific like that, you get so much deeper. Your content is so much more valuable, so much more specific that your audience really appreciates that. And so that's an example of how I've niched myself. But in the property casualty world, there's a bunch of different niches somebody might want to focus on or in the healthcare brokerage world. And so, for instance, one agent that I interviewed, I said, do you focus on a niche, you know, in addition to serving your local market area? And he said, yeah. I said, well, which one do you focus on? And he said, well, in this niche, we dominate commercial auto. And I said, great, how'd you do it? And he said, well, if we see a car, a van, or a truck with a phone number on the side, we write it down. And I said, then what? He said, we call them. I said, then what? He said, we just have this little speech. We just say, hey, We saw your fleet vehicle on the road, and we just wanted to call and mention that we specialize in commercial auto. We'd be happy to come over and take a look at your fleet and recommend the most effective way to protect everything you own for the least amount of money. Would you like us to do that for you? 
And so that one simple sales tactic has allowed them to really develop and dominate that that niche. And you can tell that after, if you do one thing a lot, you become really good at it. And so you have this really uh, wonderful competitive advantage in the marketplace. One of the other things that you talk about in the book is something that's a perennial problem that everyone who's in this kind of a sales environment deals with, and that's continued prospect flow. And you titled the chapter, Attracting the People You Meet, which all of us want to learn how to do better. So how do you do that better? Sure. You know, it's funny. One of the things that I always ask the agents that I talk to, I say, so um, how many times per week does someone say, you know, what do you do? You know, you get the what do you do question. I say, you know, you're away from the office. You're on the side of the soccer field watching the kids play soccer. Or you're at the cocktail party or, you know, wherever it is, you're out and about in the community. And somebody says, what do you do? And the average number that when I ask my audience is that the average number is, is five times per week. So if you're asked that question five times a week and we give you two weeks off for vacation, that means you're being, you know, 50 weeks left in the year. You're being asked that question 250 times per year. And I think the inability to answer that question is one of the most squandered opportunities in new business. So let's suppose I'm a property casualty agent and you meet me on the side of a soccer field and you say, so, Bill, what do you do? You know, I, I always ask my audience, what's the most popular response to that question? The most popular response is, I sell insurance or I'm an insurance agent. And unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to say, really? You know, tell me more. <laughs> you know, by law, if I'm driving a car, I've got auto insurance. If I've got a mortgage, I've got homeowner's insurance. So it's very likely I already own what you have to offer. So I'm going to commoditize you. And I'm going to say, oh, great. Tell me about your kids. You know, where do you live? You know, we'll have a nice conversation. I just don't know that I'm going to dive into more about insurance. So then along came the elevator speech. And I always ask my audiences, how long should a good elevator speech be? And, and somebody yells out, 30 seconds. And so I, I pull out my watch and I, I say, all right, let's, let's examine this. Let's suppose you started talking right now. You know, I say, what do you do? And you'd be talking and you'd be talking and you'd be talking and you're still talking. There's five seconds. So a 30-second elevator speech is, is very difficult to deliver and sound authentic. So I suggest a much easier approach. I suggest what I call an attraction conversation. And if you said, so, Bill, what do you do? I would simply say, I help people manage everyday risk. And I wouldn't say another word. And what's the most logical response to that? And I, I believe it's, what do you mean? And I'd say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm an insurance agent. But what I really do is help people avoid the two biggest financial mistakes that most people make. And I wouldn't share say another word. And I think the most logical response to that is, well, what are they? And I say, oh, well, you know, the biggest risk is just not protecting against everyday risk. And, you know, for example, one of my clients is a college professor. He, you know, he's a nice guy. He's a smart guy. And he was driving home from work. And I think if you've asked me question one and question two and question three, you've just given me permission to share an example of what a good risk manager does. And, and 250 times per year, you now have permission to educate clients about what you do and in a way that they'll never forget and really open their eyes to devastating risks and why you might, might want to have a good risk advisor. And, you know, the typical agent has at least three or four team members that work for them. So, you know, that's a thousand times per year that you now have permission to share that story. 
an unforgettable story that's easy to understand and, and easy to remember. And I always ask the agents, what's it cost? And the answer is zero. It doesn't cost a dime to share a story. So that's how story can be used, not only as a great way to communicate your value to customers, but also to attract brand new customers. We've just got about a minute or so left, um, and I wanted to ask if, if you were going to give one final piece of advice to folks who are in the producer side of the business, regardless of what it was that they were selling, what would you advise them? What, would, what thought do you want to leave the audience with? Well, I would encourage them along the line of stories to create what I refer to as a story asset. And most people just wing it when it comes to stories. But your authors, your movie producers, your writers, you know, they're very thoughtful about what story they share and how they share it. So I would encourage you to make a list of your best story opportunities, write the stories down, practice the stories, refine the stories, teach them to your team so they can tell them just as well as you can. And then the second thing is I would encourage you to make your content so simple and so visual that your customer is going to say thank you. Nobody ever made it that easy to understand. And if you would just harness those two communication tools, the, the power of story and the power of simplicity, you will become a top producer in, in whatever field you're in. Great advice. Bill, thank you so much for spending time with the Shift Shapers audience. We appreciate your thoughts, and I'm sure they'll be very valuable to the audience. Great. David, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. For more information about this episode or about any of our earlier episodes and to learn how to subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode, go to our website, shiftshapersonline.com. While you're on the site, leave a comment and register to be part of the Shapers community. You'll be the first to learn about upcoming specials like exclusive webinars and content you can use to take your business to the next level. Again, thanks for joining us for today's episode. And remember, you have the power to shape the shifts in your business.